from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. When it rains, that fertilizer runs off of the farm and into our waterways. Um, and the nutrients in that fertilizer essentially you know, keep promoting plant growth in the form of algae blooms in this case. And some of those blooms can produce toxins. The safety limit uh, deemed from the uh, U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is eight parts per billion. The test at Lake Centralia came in at 41,000. I'm Sarah Fenske. Mandy Miller and her husband left the St. Louis suburbs for a weekend getaway in September of 2020. They booked an Airbnb on Lake Centralia, Illinois. It was Mandy's 30th birthday, and they were looking for fun. So was their dog, Zeus. He jumped into the water right away. But that night, the 115-pound golden retriever started vomiting. By the next morning, he was largely unresponsive and having seizures. The couple took him to a local vet who told them he needed to go to a larger facility. Mandy recently recalled the nightmare situation to reporter Dana Cronin while her husband, Austin Elkins, listened. And so we load him back into on my beach towel into the truck. And I remember driving with you there and just asking Zeus to hold on and that we were gonna do everything we could to get him help. And when the seizures got progressively worse, uh, I think you and I made eye contact and we started telling him that it was okay, that if he had to go, that he was loved and that he was a good boy. And eventually we just, uh, when it became very clear that he had just moments left, pulled over and just, just held him until he was gone. Now, Mandy's husband, Austin, realized very quickly what might be the cause of Zeus's illness. I had a suspicion early on that it had something to do with toxic algae because it was something in Nebraska that, like, especially in the summertime, lakes were getting closed all the time. And that is Austin Elkins and his wife, Mandy Miller. Their dog died just 10 hours after jumping into Lake Centralia. And Austin's hunch was correct. Zeus's symptoms were a textbook case of toxic algae poisoning. It's a big problem in many parts of the Midwest. And it's also the focus of Dana Cronin's recent story about Zeus. That's a story that also looks at the bigger picture. Dana is a Harvest Public Media reporter based at Illinois Public Media in Champaign, Illinois. And she joins us today. Dana Cronin and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So Dana, this is such a tough, sad story. Do we know for sure that toxic algae killed Zeus? We don't know for sure because Zeus was immediately cremated after dying. And so there was, um, you know, unfortunately never an autopsy done on him. But like you said, he had textbook symptoms of toxic algae poisoning. He, you know, started vomiting just a few hours after swimming in Lake Centralia. And, you know, the next morning he was 
like you mentioned, largely unresponsive, having constant seizures. And, you know, you look up the symptoms of toxic algae poisoning on the CDC website and those are them. So when people think about algae, you think about water that's like green, like it looks like it has algae on it. Was that the case where Zeus jumped in? Yeah, so this is tough because um, actually the very next day after Zeus had died and Mandy and Austin returned to the lake, um, that's when the toxic algae bloom, you know, was visible. So the day that they swam, there was the, the water was clear. There was almost no indication that that water potentially had toxic algae. Um, and, and that's a really, you know, that's a tough situation because a lot of times we can visibly see, we know that water is not safe to swim in, right? But, um, but you know, it, it really is a matter of timing in a lot of cases. That's so scary. And I understand that Mandy Miller also got sick from this same lake jump. Can people ever become very seriously ill from this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mandy experienced actually, you know, somewhat similar symptoms to Zeus on, on a lesser scale, but she herself um, experienced, you know, gastrointestinal issues, vomiting. Uh, she had blood work done, you know, a few months after being in the lake and her levels came back uh, really high, meaning she had, you know, severe liver damage. And she and her husband, Austin, both had rashes all over their bodies that stuck around for months. So, you know, this is definitely, I mean, it's awful what happened to Zeus, but this can absolutely happen to humans as well. And, you know, Zeus was 115 pounds. You can only imagine what would have happened to a small child had they entered the water. Okay, well, you definitely have my <laughs> attention here. I mean, this is truly terrifying. So what causes these lakes to become this toxic? Right. So toxic blooms essentially need two things to form. Um, one is warmer temperatures. So these blooms, you know, typically crop up during summer months and our summers are getting larger or longer, I should say, thanks to climate change. Um, so that's, you know, these conditions are, um, you know, these toxic algae blooms are becoming increasingly common due to climate change. Uh, but the other thing a bloom needs to form is, is new nutrients, um, namely phosphorus and nitrogen. And those end up in our water after washing off of farm fields. You know, farmers obviously use fertilizer to grow their crops. And when it rains, that fertilizer runs off of the farm and into our waterways. Um, and the nutrients in that fertilizer essentially, you know, keep promoting plant growth in the form of algae blooms in this case, and some of those blooms can produce toxins that are dangerous for our health, and that is what unfortunately killed Zeus. So you kind of need these two things. First, this agricultural runoff that, that ends up in one of these lakes, and then as it gets warmer and warmer, it can become more toxic and, and deadlier. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the weekend that Mandy and Austin visited Lake Centralia was an unseasonably warm weekend. You know, we're going to be seeing more of that um, into the future. So Austin Elkins, who uh, is the man who lost his dog Zeus, he, he mentioned that in Nebraska, he was always hearing about lakes getting shut down. Lake Centralia, this is no little lake. This is 400 acres. Um, should this lake have been shut down ahead of their trip? 
It should have been. Yeah. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? It should have been shut down absolutely prior to the trip. Um, the Illinois EPA uh, eventually came out to test the lake for a toxin called microcystin. That's the toxin that ultimately killed Zeus that forms from these algae blooms. Um, the safe, you know, the safety limit uh, deemed from the uh, US Environmental Protection Agency is eight parts per billion. The test at Lake Centralia came in at 41,000 parts per billion. Wow. So this was just extremely toxic water that they were swimming in, but they would have had no idea because Illinois doesn't do regular testing for microcystin in, in all of its lakes. And like you mentioned, Lake Centralia is a hot destination in the summer, and even there, regular testing does not occur. So Illinois is not doing regular testing. Is Missouri doing regular testing? Missouri is not doing regular testing, I'm sorry to say. Um, it does test for E. coli at some public beaches in state parks. Um, and, and there is a volunteer program in Missouri uh, that does collect samples from, you know, 100 lakes or so across the state. And they do test for microcystin and other uh, cyanotoxins. Um, but when they collect those samples, they freeze them and then they run them collectively at the end of the season, mm. meaning, you know, the up-to-date status of the lake and, and really the safety of the lake is is not known to the public um, before going to recreate in those waters. So Austin had mentioned that Nebraska is shutting things down. Nebraska must be doing some testing. In our final minute here, is what Nebraska is doing something that could be implemented by these other states if they chose to take this seriously? It could, although, you know, of course, with anything, with any state government program like this, the funding is is really necessary to make that happen. Uh, Nebraska's program is very costly, um, you know, tens of thousands of dollars per year. And a lot of states, you know, Illinois and Missouri included, just don't have that level of funding available to them. Wow. Well, this is such a sobering story. I have to ask you real quick here. Um, how are Mandy and Austin doing today? Oh, it's, I'm happy to report they have a new dog, a new golden retriever named Midas, who I had the pleasure of meeting, and he is just the sweetest boy. So so there is somewhat of a happy ending here. Well, we're glad to hear that for Mandy and Austin. But man, this is, this is I'm just terrified right now. And I hope people will be listening to this and taking this seriously. It seems like something, especially the later days of summer, as that water gets warmer, people need to pay attention to this. Dana Cronin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And Dana is a reporter at Harvest Public Media. She's based at Illinois Public Media in Champaign, Illinois. You can listen and read her full feature on toxic algae blooms. Get the information you need. Visit our website at stlpr.org. This episode was produced by Alex Hoyer with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. 
St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.